Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good morning. It's running commentary. It's a Monday. It is a Monday. The weather's slightly manky. We went out in beautiful weather last week and talked about spring coming. And we put the fibers on the Doris. Doris appeared. Doris appeared. Direct result. Did you get? Did you get wrapped up in Doris? Um. There was some uh, Doris action. Yeah. There's more uh, buddy scooting home from school in the slightly branch, right. terrifying uh, um, environs of North London. But it wasn't as bad as it was in some places around the country. It was actually... It was funny, wasn't it, the Doris thing? Because everyone always does those comedy things of, like, it's not really a storm. But it actually was a storm, wasn't yes, it? Yes, absolutely. It was actually quite serious when yeah, you're no, in the middle of right. it. When I first said it was called Doris, like everyone else, I did a joke about it. Yeah. And... Uh, one of the people came on quite a lot later and said, oh, it's just raining here. I was like, it's, it's done more than rain. Yeah, people do those comedy things of like an upturned chair and say, you know, we're holding it together during st- Storm Doris and stuff. But yeah, it was yeah. a serious yeah, people thing. Died. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Well, I had, to, I had that with um, a couple of years ago when the storm made me, mainly hit the south. Yeah. Um, someone uh, came on and said, oh, these soft southerners... You know, oh, I hope your cappuccino didn't get blown oh, out of your pathetic, hands. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I uh, fell out with a uh, promoter, and that's why I don't gig in Sheffield anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, but people do Just, that. Two story. <laughs> no, people do that Facebook, uh, you know, southerners will, won't be running today, northerners will wear, wear some gloves or something. But, yeah, you know, yeah. as if people are intrinsically harder in one of the uh, yeah. regions. Which um, brings me to the National Cross Country Championship. Well, before where we ran against just, everyone. I want to hear the full report, but let's, uh, let's detail the route. You're joining we us. We haven't detailed the route. We haven't done the route. This is a bloody format, Rob. Also, we didn't this catch ourselves. Just before we started recording, we had a nice little impromptu rendition of the old uh, um, Are You Being Served theme tune. First floor stationary. Stationary. Haberdash. going Second floor. Never mind. That is the knowledge that shows up. Going up. (laughs) (laughs) We are going southeast to Victoria Park and back. Yeah. Some of you remember we did this a while ago. It's pretty much a gentle trot. We think it's exactly 10k. We'll see. We'll measure it out. 
um, because you are recovering after a fairly major run, I think. Yeah, I did the nush. I'm, I'm also feels quite a uh, almost greeting it like a long lost friend. I've got a Monday hangover. Ooh, because I had a lapse. Yeah. Yesterday, I was exhausted. Yeah. I'd done the National Cross Country Championships on Saturday. Yeah. I'd been up north, I'd driven down. I was initially going to drive down and do a long run on Sunday. Yeah. I was so exhausted by the time I got to London. I thought if I do it, I might not survive it. Yeah. You know when you feel like bone tired? Yep. And I was contemplating doing 20 miles. Yeah. That's not a good way to start 20 miles no that's being right. bone tired and you've got to listen to yourself haven't you? well I, mean, I have that's not good training no I did I had a lot of conversations even having in recent weeks it's not going to make you better it's going to make you worse yeah I was generally a bit worried about how tired I was so I just chilled out and had a bit of wine and it was a mate's birthday I say a mate he's called Charlie and he's four years old yeah 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 <laughs> He's a good mate. I, he's think, a, I would <laughs> say he's a friend of a friend. <laughs> he's a friend of a friend. I don't think he needed me to be drunk. <laughs> no, you know. I don't think he's seen I hope Paul has a drink. You know, there was no social pressure coming from Charlie. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> he was fine. It was a good day. I can't think of any jokes I can do about partying in his name. And so no, no, absolutely it. not. No, of course. Um, so, trainers. Come on, list it. Oh, great. I need a new pair. There's but always the runner who... Goes to run and comes back without his trainers. They're actually not bad. Okay. <laughs> North uh, Paul face. just inverted that chain and of course it was full of water. They're more yeah. kind of trail Gortles. shoes. Aren't they, they are kind of walking boot type trainers. And apart from that, I wasn't planning on getting my new shoes no. <laughs> from the top of a wet bin. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the nationals. So, but before you get to the nationals, I want to know exactly what you drank. Just uh, one and a half bottles of wine. Yeah, that's enough. Red wine, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's fair bit. And then it's also washed down liberally with an entire packet of chocolate and hazelnut cookies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that, but that is direct, isn't it? I did that on... Uh, <laughs> on like uh, anyone who listened to last one week. leads to the <laughs> other. Exactly. I, uh, last week, I, uh, I don't know what I ate, but I thought I'll have a little drink. And I had a gin martini, proper martini. Yes. And that mix on that is five to one, right? Yeah. Instead of making it two and a half little shots to a half, I forgot. Right. And made it five to one. So that's five gins straight out of the trap. They call that an Arsenal GT. Sorry, that's a footballing joke then. Yeah, nice. I lost five one to buy Munich. The nice, other good. Just chuck that in for the I goons. That. I did. I got it. It was so good. I right. got it. Um, so yeah, I made myself a preposterous amount of martini. Drank half of it. That kind of loosens things up. Yeah, so then we opened a bottle of wine. I, me and my wife shared it, but it would be unreasonable to say we had half each. Right. Because I think she had about glass. Yeah. You, and then uh, you, you availed yourself of the man's yeah, portion. Yeah. Yes. I rolled through that bottle. Like yeah. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, there's the rest of the gin in the fridge. So I drank that. And that next day was... That was the best well, hangover we, I've had for years. Well, we had some... Uh, we had a meeting, didn't we? That's it. That was we that. had a meeting about this, about what we're doing now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's We had right. a meeting about the podcast. Yeah, and I came... We, we, the you meeting right. was fine, but just before it was going, oh, no, no. Yeah, you were. If I can do it. And um, and then I had a glass of wine or two with Jared Christmas on Saturday night. All right. And uh, that's when the eating kicked in. You start drinking, you start eating. I'd kind of had dinner. It was quite a light, healthy dinner. Right. I was at the comedy store, so I had their best vegan offer which is uh, falafel and chips yeah, we should, and then yeah. on the way home I had vegetable pakora and a samosa 
on the way home. On the way home. Right. And some popcorn and some chocolate. Like it. When I woke up in the morning, it was like it was like a Jacqueline Hyde. And I woke up in the morning, I was looking back and thinking, was that me? We've we've lapsed. Real what we're talking really about this is, this is this is a lapsing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's less than two weeks to the bath half. But you can yeah, always can be get no more lapsing on the horse. There can today. be no more lapsing. This is us getting back on the horse, and it feels good to be moving. Yeah. And we've been running. Yeah, we've still been running. For example, you've been to the cross-country nationals. Yeah, that, I mean, the nationals is like... It's like Glastonbury for runners. I mean, you get there, it, there's thousands of runners. Isn't that um, festival that Vassos was telling us about, like Glastonbury for runners? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Here we are. Maybe. But it's just, like, full of tents and club banners and just a ma- I'll tell you where it was mate he was at Woolerton Hall in Nottingham oh where we did the spooky sprint yeah brilliant so it was all around there yeah great which was a lovely setting for it yeah loads of runners 2,400 2, blokes in the men's race yeah all in club vests charging I just want to do this proper thing by the way spooky sprint that's the Parkinson's UK running events that run around Halloween. Yes. And it was excellent, wasn't it? It was really good. So fun. look out for that, because they're really good. There's a couple yeah. of them around the country. Yeah. And they're uh, in beautiful it was a, places. It was a fantastic event, actually. Recommended. So you were there running all around. Yeah, and it was like a really boggy, muddy, really tough, quite brutal course. We've just gone over the road into De Beauvoir Town, and there was a man on the bike with a beard and pink jeans. He was like a welcoming Coincidence? <laughs> Don't think so. <laughs> yeah. We're entering Hipsterville. Sorry, I see, I, every time you start this story, I stop it. I'm trying to build tension. No, no, it's fine. There's, there's no story. It was just an incredibly tough day. I really enjoyed it. It's tough love cross-country. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I tried a new tactic this time. I, I mean, some people would find it easier to stay home and punch themselves in the face. <laughs> it's almost preferable. Yeah. But I thought this time... I normally start studying, try and work through. This time I thought, I think there's a new level to my cross-country performance. I'm going to start quicker <laughs> and just barrel it out. I'm just yeah. going to bullet it out. How far? It's 12 kilometres. Yeah, yeah. So it's not too far. No, you can. If it wasn't cross-country, you could definitely run that distance and pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the guy who won it, to give you an idea of the quality at the top... He did it in 35 minutes. Ooh. So that's that's 12 kilometres. And it wasn't in a car. Yeah. And it's some of it's so boggy, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, the idea of any kind of pace on it. And that's so people good, who think of it is slightly, you know, on the upside of running, thinking, oh, I might be able to do a flat 10k in 40 minutes on a good day. Yeah. He's doing 12 in He did 12 in mud and 35. And like it. I mean, I did it in 55. Very good. Very good. Yeah, I mean, I was... But, you know, so I thought I'll set off fast and bullet out. What happened was I set off fast and then just died terribly over the last two laps. Yeah, right. Just a slow, lingering death. As, you, you know when you're doing those races and... You spent it all. Yeah, and you're sort of tiring and those really old blokes come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a few of those, like, and real oh, okay. silvery... I'll get after him. I can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This sort of silver wizard just breezes past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, wow, I've really messed up the pacing here. But really good fun. But by the end, I, I sort of mustered together a bit of a sprint finish. But by the end, I was desperate for the line, like staggering for the line. I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. wow, I'm really tired here. In a way, you did a good thing. I mean, it was good that you, you went all out. But you need to learn how to 
hold something back so that you get to that line. But yeah, well, normally I do that. Normally I do. Normally I start studying then, and then work, try and work my way through the field. But I thought I just got a bit thinking I was fitter and faster than I was. I just realised. And also, I'm not mentally. When you're doing cross country, you've got to concentrate on every step because the terrain's constantly changing. Well, I was going to say, I think it's, it's a bit dangerous, you know. So another learning thing about it is, is how you get tired because it's a very uh, three-dimensional tiring. You don't. It's very hard to measure. Yeah. You know, I was talking to my brother the other day, who's big into knows all about cycling. Yeah. And he was saying how, you know, they can measure how many watts they burn. Right. And how many they've got. Yeah. So if they want to do a negative split, you can literally you can measure it. So right. right. That van thinks it's not okay for us to cross Pardon? the road, but it is okay for him to radically exceed the... You should drive slower, you're breaking the law! I hope nice fella. <laughs> I, got, I got the last word. Nice, nice, nice fella. And I'm on tape. <laughs> he called you... He, he screamed the C word, didn't he? Well, you didn't have to specify, Paul. He was I, an angry boy. I think he'd seen me on television. He was an angry guy, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. I thought I was okay He's just coming. <laughs> I thought I was okay crossing the road, then. That was really good. <laughs> do you not, no, but do you not think I was justified in crossing the road? I mean, it's... You nipped a cross. He wasn't going to... Well, what he did was... He like, wasn't going to run us over. This is what happened. We got to the A10. And we got to the lights. We did not have the green man. Okay, that's accepted. Yeah, that's fair enough, yeah. There was a van. A couple of hundred yards off to our right. Yeah. And, uh, and Paul... Going quite like, quickly. It was already running. Yeah. Well, I can make this. And I will, I, will, I will state, as you ask, for the record, he could make it. Yep. Plenty of time. The man and, I, the, and I did make it. The man in the big white van opted on seeing Tunkinson in the road. Instead Just of speeding down at yeah. all, yeah. he started leaning on the horn. Well, he decided to speed up, didn't he? Well, I think he was already going at speed. But oh, he, yeah, he was already going fast. Yeah. Going at 50. Yeah. And he didn't slow down at all. Yeah. He just beat you like you're an idiot and he was fine. Which is, you know, we're getting into a deep moral conundrum here. At which point I waved. Yeah, well, that can't help. <laughs> Although I didn't wave. Right. I signalled him in a different way. Oh, did you? I didn't <laughs> yeah, see that's that. that's why he stopped and called me. All right, I didn't see that. <laughs> he saw it. So then he went down the window. And then he held abuse at me. Express and I said, well, you heard me. I said, oh, you should be driving slower, <laughs> sir. And I think that was a, both a physical and a moral victory. London. Although, London life. Long-term listeners know that we're not the best at crossing the road. <laughs> <laughs> Once or twice a week. <laughs> so, Rob's down. We'd like to apologise to London in general, but less so to the speedy man in the white van. I do like running... In front of vehicles, if I've got time to get over, <laughs> keeps them on their toes. Yeah, yeah. And the good thing is, he's it's not an even match, isn't it? Because you're, you know, just yeah. a long string of kind of flesh and bones. Yeah, and they're moving in a steel metal box. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way that works. He was a very angry man, though, wasn't he? <laughs> he was then. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he's got. He can't be having a good morning, can no. he? Well, I've got a song about that. I must make a video. Do you think he's uh, from a rival podcast? Do you think that's what it is? <laughs> no, because it's, it's a brotherhood, guys. <laughs> We're all friends. Talking of uh, compadre, I'm just going on something else. Were we in the middle of something? No, 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 go for it. I think you, you were basically talking about... I was just talking about how tiring I was. Oh, I was saying about three-dimensional cross-country running. Yeah. That it's very hard to measure 
that combined tightness that comes from not knowing where you're going, yeah. hills yeah. and mud and stuff. Yeah. It's great training. Yes, yeah. I yeah. think I've been aware of it for the first time. It came about from running around your woods and hills yeah. without recording this. Yeah. And just realising that that is excellent training because it, it it stretches you and it kind of enforces a slower pace. Yes. So yeah, you're yeah. not thinking about time and distance, you're thinking about yeah, just running all day. Yeah. Anyway, so Kate Carter, Sophie Rayworth, Susie Chan all did the Tokyo Marathon. They did Tokyo at the weekend, yes, of course. It yeah. looks amazing from the internet. Yeah, they did. Sophie seemed to be doing it as a training run for London. Yeah. I think which that's right. Made, which made me think that... Oh, sorry. Nearly. <laughs> he got run I over. I saw that lady go in. He got run over. <laughs> Which made me think I've got us out on my long runs for London. Yeah. I've really got to get some long runs out. We've yeah, yeah. got to do... We should have done a 20 yesterday. Yeah, I know. I was just so tired. Well, you know what's another good thing to do on a Sunday? To train. Yeah. Just Couple of bottles of red. Yeah, and, and a whole bunch of biscuits. <laughs> chocolate and hazelnuts and cookies. He's carb loading, sugar loading. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, the good one thing you pick up from modern culture is that there's nothing wrong with sugar. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Any chance you get, just snaffle a bit of sugar. Yeah, yeah. Harmless. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, yeah, fallen. I mean, undoubtedly fallen. I'm, and I've got this skiing thing at the weekend. Yeah, that's another. Oh yeah, that's another. Those guys skiing for a few days this yeah, week. So, which will be fun, a good effort, but some risk. Well, it's worrying on a couple of levels. One is I haven't skied for two and a half years. Yeah. Oh, and of like course, there's, of course there's an injury. There's a massive injury risk, of course. Yeah, yeah. The risk to your runs, the risk to your actual physical health. Yes. But the trick is, you've got to take it easy. I mean, I, the funny thing about skiing is that quite a lot of people who go, they just want to harder, more dangerous, you know, like, oh, I was really scared and then I was sort of only barely in control of my skis. I don't I want that. I just don't see any fun in that no, at all. I don't want that, no. Because getting down the hill is enough. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, a bit yeah. like going to the swimming pool and saying, I wasn't really enjoying it until I nearly drowned just then. And then it was fun. Yeah, I need to be... I need to take it real easy, but I'm also with guys who are really good skiers. Yeah, they're pushing. major boozers and eaters. Yeah. I mean, it's more of a kind of food festival with a bit of skiing. The way they do it, you know, yeah, they yeah. sort of leisurely, really drunken lunches. Yeah. Before skiing back down the mountain again, yeah, yeah. you know. That's and the then moment, to the next it? lunch. Yeah. And also really drunken because of high altitude and that's where I see myself in five years at high altitude. Yeah. Groundhog Day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, when you have a, just like one beer at lunch and you're skiing, you think, oh, that would be nice. And then you get back on your skis and think, oh, the air's a bit thinner up here. I can feel that. Yes. Yeah. I can feel it working against my skills. And that added to my disaster, already disastrous technique. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's do a black run. Yeah. If you see someone skiing fast, just go across in front of them. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and they'll probably say... <laughs> You're actually skiing too fast. <laughs> I do, I do you, get a bit scared. You a lawbreaker in this scenario. Yeah. Last word. Look, by the way, I ran down here the other day. Okay. And we've just turned left. Sorry. You're welcome. We just turned left onto the... Uh, Canal towpath between Haggerston and Victoria Park. Yeah. And if you remember, there's this sunken boat. Someone oh, yes. really needs to sort it out, but it's fantastic. Particularly, it's everywhere else around here is really nice lately. Yeah. You've got narrow boats like that one over there. It's really. 
It's really quite beautiful, isn't it? He's really maintaining standards this and way. And then, yes, yeah, so yeah. the people who live in these yeah. boats must be slightly disappointed. I've got every right to moor here. Neighbours from <laughs> hell. Yes. <laughs> it's it called great. Rest the Sinking Dream. Yeah, don't leave me, strap <laughs> me up, it says. I don't know what that means. I think what someone needs to do is just cut the ropes and let it die. <laughs> Admittedly, we've been taking on a bit of water recently. <laughs> and I think <laughs> perfectly. Should we be ready for Earl's Court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, perfectly with the skipping your um, 20, yeah. how many miles did you do uh, I did about by, yes, by yesterday? I've done 36 last week. Oh, that's, that's a good old so run. It's still a bit. It's still yeah, a bit. That's enough. You've got well, to, I, I mean, want to be doing 50s by now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit miles per week wise. Great. Do we pull back on that at all before Bath? What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think I have a, 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 a high one this week and then a slight taper for. I'll be tapering a little bit, but I'm looking for some miles this week. Yeah. How about you last week? What well, are you looking I, at? I'm, uh, I'm kind of just sort of pushing 30. Last week was quite good. It wasn't loads of miles. What was good about it was I didn't have much time or chance to do. More miles than the week before. Right. But I was committed enough to just get it, you know? Right, okay. Which I wouldn't have done if I wasn't training. Yeah. So I went out on Friday and did a deliberately, uh, leisurely nine and a half, it turned out to be. Right. And uh, and what was also good about that is I ain't running slow. Yeah. When we're not doing this, try and run at this pace. And I just think, oh, come on. Right. It doesn't feel easier. Yeah, 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 yeah. It feels like my form is more rubbish. Yeah, it feels harder. It, everything, right. you're just aware of everything. And it feels like it's going to take you ages to get there. It, yeah, it does. And I just thought, well, I'll just take that feeling and pocket it. Use it later when you don't when you want to run fast, you know. So it's useful feedback. That's the thing about running slow, is it does, does take more time, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a little difference. When you're slow running a ten. Takes ages. Yeah, absolutely. And also, it's kind of training, isn't it? If you want to run a nippy, uh, you know, half. I, I was out running for an hour and a half. Yes, yeah. So that's experience. That it I is. Yeah, yeah. It's time on your feet, isn't it? And then that left me just a few miles under the week before. Right. And I was going to go to the park run on uh, Saturday morning, but I, I was in Dudley on Friday night. In Dudley. Didn't get to bed till All right. three in the morning. So. Dudley's three a.m. night. Dudley. What happened, mate? Stairbridge. What happened in Dudley? <laughs> it was great. Did you go out? Nice gig. Did a lovely gig and uh, and uh, everyone was. <laughs> I was saying the other day that people in the Midlands it's the only place where you can kind of go a bit rubbish here isn't it and, go, and they go yeah, yeah. yeah can't really believe you came here what were you thinking but I really like that, that I lack, love it that it's the, the moment they say that you think actually this is one of my favourite places that lack of pr- that lack of it's not proud pride Force cause, pride yeah because they're quite proud of it but, yeah. it's, but it's, they're not defensive about it exactly and it's, it compares very favourably with, say, when you say to the denizens of Milton Keynes, a bit weird here, isn't it? Yeah. They go, no. Yeah. What it's actually about? completely normal. What are you on about? Got a wagamama. Yeah, we're like 52 roundabouts. <laughs> you can go skiing indoors. What do you mean, weird? Yeah. But we also love Milton Keynes. Of course. And all our listeners there. Especially all the athletes. <laughs> May they run in peace. Peace be unto you, brothers. That's quite a dramatic spot under the bridge there. Should have been faster with the uh, with the camera. I did a gig in. Uh, I did a gig at Leicester Comedy Festival last week. Oh yeah. At that place, uh, the Firebug, where we we done you've done one of your beats. Yeah, you played beat this. Yeah. There. 
It's what like a music video. I like that. What a lovely room that is. Yeah, yeah. And the gig was fantastic. And you're right. It's that Le- that Midlands thing. The last. I always yeah. have good gigs in Leicester. And they were just so up for it from the very beginning. Yeah. It was an hour show, but after like two or three minutes, you thought, "This is going to be so it's easy." Going to flash by. This is going to be so easy. It was just like, it was just an absolute joy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't all gigs be like the gigs yeah. in Leicester? Because yeah. life's different. Well, I'd love a gig in London. Different. Night as well. really what, nice. down the comedy store? Yeah. No, it was the Covent Garden Comedy Club. Oh, yeah. Uh, heaven, really good. Great club, isn't it? Yeah, very good. That's, that's a Haven't great Haven't been for a while club. as well. So it's like, hey, guys, I'm back. Yeah. Hey. And it was my son's birthday, so nice weekend. So I had to uh, squeeze in... A few more miles on Saturday, right? Yeah. And you know, I do this thing where I drop the door off, she does a drama, I go for a run. You do your Primrose Hill Hill loop. Yeah, well, I was going to do that. I didn't have time. I had to go and buy a birthday cake. Right. In the hour. So I did it. I ran the other way. I ran down here. Yeah. And I ran. I thought I got half an hour. I start running. Yeah. And turn back when I've done enough or 15 minutes is up. Right. And we're set off. And four miles in 29 minutes. That's great. It's a good pace. It's it a good, good pace. Yeah, yeah. Good training run. Yeah. And that combined with the slow nine and a half the day before. That's a good weekend. It's running. proper. Yeah. yeah. You know, for me, that's very uh, measured training business. So I quite enjoyed it. That's great. I feel good about the pacey stuff because often in the past I've been very aware of, you know, just my knees hurting for days after a fast run, even just a park run. Yeah. And. Uh, are we okay. going into the park here? Yeah, let's go into Victoria right, Park. Here he is. Going into Victoria Park. That's Paul Tonkinson, and that's Victoria Park. Come hither. Watch out, though, for that van. Running coaches. Well, it depends. Do you Don't even like it as a podcast. The <laughs> <laughs> from Richard Herring. <laughs> it's American life. <laughs> 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 He's got all the other podcasters in the back of the van. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got Robin and some Brian Cox in the back, <laughs> tooled up. <laughs> Podcast was. <laughs> I thought I saw Mark Commode leaning out the other side. Oh, an actually, I love old Commode. Oh, yeah. I do love those two. Oh, yeah, fantastic. It's always a disappointment when they're not on. <laughs> Because this last week they weren't on. What? And it was, it was, it was. Uh, listen, it's not easy to be the supply teachers for that show. Yeah. So, uh, Collins and someone else, and they were fine. But yeah. you just get so used to people. Well, that's what a successful show is, isn't yeah. it? You get used to the regular presenters. Well, it's like that week when James Corden and David Walliams did running commentary, isn't it? Yeah. No one wants that. <laughs> Meanwhile, they thought, really? Where was that? Which episode? <laughs> Looking through the back catalogue, I can't find the Scott Corden Williams, sir. It's like carpool without <laughs> car, guys. That's James Corden, by the way. Uncanny impression from Deering. Um, <laughs> so what, what are you going to do before Bath, then? Which well, of... I'm glad you asked me that, Paul Tonkinson. Yeah. Um, because, like I say, I'm quite pleased. I feel like I can get a bit of pace out for a bit of distance. Yeah. And I think... I want to ask your opinion on this. Go on, man. Bath is less than two weeks away, right? Two yep. weeks yesterday. Yep. I want to run a nice fast half yes. to give myself the, you know, to make myself feel that like I can get 315 you want, in London. You want a fast half. And um, what I want to do is run 10 miles at pace. Right. Between now and then. Okay. Too close or is that? No. I'll probably do it this Friday. I think this Friday would be fine, yeah. Yeah. You'd be fine at that. Maybe start, maybe concentrate on, if you can, I know it's against your 
village nature starting a bit slower and finishing a bit quicker yeah 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 maybe maybe do, do that yeah, a little yeah. bit just warm into it a little really bit really try negative split it and yeah <laughs> just as an exercise yes and uh and then well, just chill, just chill for the next week with some some easy runs. And yeah, keep the mileage up, but yeah. don't, don't hit it anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, good. The only thing is, I also do want to go spend quite a few bit of chat after last week about um, Cannon Hill Park Run. Yeah, some of our compadres are going to be up there. Right. So I might have to get the ten in on Wednesday or Thursday so I can do a park run on Saturday as well. To be to be honest, it would be ideal to do both. Yeah, that would be great. I think so too. But I think maybe not on consecutive days. No, no, you're right. You're right. That would be silly. Morning, Magpie. Morning. So, so what am, what am I going to do between now and Bathurst? Yeah, that's what I'm asking you now. I'm doing a... I've got a club session tomorrow, which is two 17-minute tempo runs. Yeah. She's a bit bizarre. I don't, I've never done those with them. So I don't know how, what... I think 17 I'm, minutes? Yeah, so that's about that's two like and a half miles. timing for a Yeah, run. it's weird, isn't it? It's sort of two and a half miles yeah. each, I'd imagine. I'm a bit worried that I'm going to get lost, because... Is that... that, that what is it? Oh, it's a drone! It really took me about a month to work out what that the hell I was looking at. He's just droning in the park. I'm going to take a picture of his drone. Can I take a picture of your drone? Can I take a picture? The future is now. Just to explain to, to our listeners what we've been talking about. Can't see it. I've got to get closer. Don't cut my head off. Is it? I still can't see it. There you go. Droning on. Thanks. Thanks. I can get you as well so they know what's going on. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> yeah, I'll be right. I'm going to tell the government. <laughs> so what, he's got a drone there, that guy. It took me so long to work out what was happening. Yeah, I it took me all 44 of my years. I, I, I saw the two little red lights on the drone and literally thought I was looking at a rush, rubbish truck reversing <laughs> on the really other side of the canal. Really this is beautiful. It. This is us in Victoria Park by the lake. Oh, yeah. Very nice. It's like um, Wollerton Hall. Except it's daytime. And this is a nice bit of sort of artsy. Yeah. Arts and I was pleased with that. That was a long weekend. And the coot's nesting at the bottom there. Right, that's Very this nice. is nice. Coot nesting. Very nice. Underneath some art. Me and, me, me and my son got that together over the last Sunday. Good work. So we've done all right there. Actually, it was commissioned by the Romanian Cultural Institute with the support of Tower Hamlet's yeah, so Council. And it's called Bird it. by Erno Bartha. Yeah, doing bird. Art. <laughs> for art's good, sake. Good for, well done for doing your art voice. Money for God's sake. Yeah, it's, here's the Samora. Let's see what this is. Well, called. it's the same, isn't it? I mean, he's got no, but this is called Skyscraper. Right. By Erno Barta. Yeah, commissioned okay. by the Romanian Cultural You just want to stop running, don't you? Skyscraper. This is, really, this is the picture I nearly took. I'm so confused between selfies. This is me looking at a skyscraper. <laughs> art. <laughs> art. <laughs> Which is very nice art, by the way. It's really nice art. I like art. it. That's real. Look at this photo. That's going on Instagram. Oh, mate. Oh. And this with the fountain behind. Yeah. Oh, mate. That's composition. Mate, we're going to. Yeah, mate, we'll, we'll sell that. We'll yeah. sell that. Art. Art. Look, he's still droning that bloke. Yeah. Why is he. What was it like, the droning guy? He was. Uh, when I took his picture, and you'll see this, uh, listeners, when you see the picture, he slightly widened his eyes. Did so it? I think he's he doing likes something. to be a little bit scary. I think there's something a little bit suspicious going on. No, I think there isn't, and he wants right. you to think oh, that there okay. is. That's what's happening here. Now, um, I think I'm going to stop off here. Go for it, my Just for a second. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks very much. A small rest and recuperation. Running. 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So, yeah, let's, uh, I'd like to stay. I don't know, is there a park on in Victoria Park? I don't know. Because but there is a road race here in April, on, uh, early April well, that we should do. On these There's a five-mile Road race, which is perfect for London Marathon. All right, all right, road race. And I think that's like you it's know April the fifth. All day. over the front page, to win a road race. Oh, it's road race, isn't it? That's right. And it is five miles. It will be easy after you train in. Just a short tempo to win cross country <laughs> in the Midlands. Nice and fast and flat. <laughs> <laughs> you just did your we have curse stopped, we right have into stopped, that woman's face. <laughs> we have stopped rhyming. <laughs> These are just words in the chewing their voices. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, uh, well, I reckon there's going to be more than 10k this run. I'm okay with that. Because I mean, that little stop just then. Yeah. We'd already gone three miles, and we've only just started going around the park. All right, okay. But that's all right, isn't it? That's fine, yeah. It's lovely as well. We can do that. It's, and it's the fun. toilets in Victoria Park are really nice. It's, it's Genuinely <laughs> recommended. If you like to run yeah. near a toilet, well, those ones are good. It's nice and I'm, I'm sort of, it's quite restorative, this, with a uh, hangover. I'm feeling did you see that wizard cycling there? Yeah, I did. I, t- I failed to get He's a, a proper. Of I'm not speedy enough for the camera today. He was a real wizard. So maybe there was a spell that stopped me getting a picture of him. So, so pre-half, I'm doing this Yeah, you're sorry, tomorrow. you're running this week. Yeah, well, I'm doing a bit of tempo tomorrow. Then I'm 17 minutes. Two times 17 minutes. Talking to wizards. And it's on the... Uh, three galleons if you do it. Yeah, and it's on... The, but it's with guys who are a bit faster than me, and it's a road loop. I'm, I'm, basically, I'm a bit worried that I'm going to get lost. Right. Because <laughs> they're just going to run off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know where I'm and going. And you just be on a road somewhere. Yeah, so... Yeah. That could, but not could like easily peter out lost. into nothing. Yeah. You don't get lost. No, but I might. There might not be much tempo in it. There might be a bit of tears. <laughs> um, and then I go skiing. And if I'm going to get anything out of that training-wise, 
I'm going to have to say no to boozy lunches. Yeah, right. I'm going to, I can't have a boozy lunch and then go for a run in the evening. It's just not going to happen. And running after skiing is going to... I mean, your legs will be nice and worked out, but that's going to be quite tough as well. It is tough. I've run, I've run after skiing before, but it's more just well, I tell resisting. You, that's just reminding me something. Yeah. I woke up this morning. No, yesterday, yesterday afternoon. Serious. You know when you talk about your glutes? Yeah. Because you've got an ache in your bum. Is that the top of your bum? Anyway, this is in my bum towards my hip. Right. Like, so right at the top left. Yeah. Okay. Really hurting. I was like, oh no. Didn't stretch properly after that quick four miler on Saturday. Right. And my wife said, no, no, that's not what that is. I said, what is it? She said, that's temping bowling. I've really? got the same thing on the other side, so I'm left handed. <laughs> right. So we went temping bowling on Saturday <laughs> afternoon. And I can still feel it. Yeah. It's, putting, it's basically it's using quite a heavy bowling ball. Yep. Rolling that out on the right yeah. in a kind of half crouch. Right. You know, you've done it. Right, so you're going to have a kind of slightly less ridiculous equivalent, well, well, equivalent to that. Well, it gets to kind of top of your thighs, doesn't it? It's kind of quads skiing. Yeah. And you, you really have to stretch. Yes. Skiing is the first time I knew I saw the difference between stretching and not stretching yeah. after exercise. Yeah. This is nice. It's a really slow street yeah, cleaner. Great, yeah. Just coming up behind it. Just from behind this for the marathon. This is, a, this is, this is what they're using for the uh, sub three pacer this year. It's like a physical embodiment <laughs> of a hangover. Yeah. Ah! Ah! Yeah, that wasn't it. I, feel be- I definitely feel better for having a day off yesterday. I think I would have... Uh, but I need to get a long run in. So next Sunday, I come back on Saturday from skiing, and next Sunday, yeah. I'm going to have to do a long one. And get enough rest, right? Because that means skiing, running, yeah. coming back on Saturday and doing, what, three gigs? Three gigs. Again, you know. I know, I know. But it's just, well, get enough sleep. Sleep till you're done sleeping. Yes. Or we get poked by children and animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a good sleep and then a good long run on something. Because uh, I'm getting a bit uh, slightly angsty about... I just want to get four, four or five runs around the 20-mile zone before yes. London. There's about seven or eight weekends left. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't done any yet. The two clocks are on such a big scale, aren't they? When we went out with Joe, we were like, yeah, I'd like to get a few 20, 22 miles in. And you were like, yeah, that's what I want to do. And then another week goes, and you don't go for one. Yes. For, yeah. for obvious, for good reasons, you know. Yeah. And suddenly the... And then the bath half, we're not going to do one that week. No, no. So, and then you can't do one the last two weeks anyway because it's too close to the marathon. Yeah. So you basically got. I'd from just be temping bowling that week. Every so day. You've got from now till about April the ninth. You've got like five weekends. Yeah. And one's out with bath. So I've got to do one every weekend. Yeah. But after, having said that, after the bath half is also a great chain of runs. Oh no, it's brilliant. Oh, it's, it's a fantastic. different kind of run. It's fantastic, but those kind of the long runs are crucial. Aren't yeah. They? yeah. Crucial. <laughs> Rayworth's doing marathons as training for marathons. Yeah, that's right. That's what's happening with that community over there. Yeah. They're on another level, those yeah. marathon yeah. women. Yeah. And uh, we just like to vaguely go near them and go, oh, well done. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you, you're running a long way. Good luck with it. <laughs> Which is really inspiring for them <laughs> to hear. <laughs> no, they're um, amazing. I mean, they're really good. Well, Tokyo looked great. I mean, I've, I've, I really, it's that thing when you see someone doing something, oh, I fancy that. Yeah. It really looked just like a good scene. Yeah. Well, we'll try and get it. <laughs> we'll try and get them to tell you themselves. Well, they're, doing they're, ma- they're doing all the majors, aren't they? That's right. I don't know if um, Kate got a, got her time, though. 
I think she was, was she training to get her time in London? No, I think she, I don't know. Can't right. remember. We'll find out. Listeners, we'll find out for sure from the horses' mouths. Um, the other half, yeah. Brighton half yesterday. Right. Not perfect weather for it, I don't think. I think it was, I mean, it was grey and cold, but it's February, but I think it was a bit gusty. There was a lovely photo from a running commentary devotee after the heartbreaker half. Where was the heartbreaker half? She put a lovely photo yesterday. Yeah. Which was really nice. Well, it felt felt like it was a really good scene. Um, Lou, who I know from uh, Edinburgh, runs the... Runs the venue that Leighton Live is on at, at the right. Good Balloon. So you see the one who does ultras? No, because no, right. I think her boyfriend is a real serious runner, and she's like, I'm not a serious runner, but she is, you know, they're kind right. of travelling together. And uh, they had a great Brighton half, because he got uh, his PB, which was like 88 minutes. Brilliant. And she got a PB, which was... Um, it's uh, 100, like 131 minutes, so right. uh, wow. significantly under 215, which is yeah, what yeah, she yeah. was running for. And uh, so well done them. And I heard about that highway back in August, so that's an excellent uh, achievement for those guys. And they saw Zoe Lyons. I don't know how she did it, but she did it. She thought right. she might not be able to do it, and she did do it. Oh, nice. Our running she did a buddy Zoe Lyons. You might remember us interviewing her in Edinburgh as well. Nothing like a PB, is there? That's right. That's nothing like a PB. Makes you feel well, they, good. But they get more elusive as you get older. Oh, yeah. The PB. Oh, when yeah. you start off, it's like low-hanging fruit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's I'll right. Yeah, I'll have a PB. Yeah, I'll have a PB. A couple of PBs. Yeah, I'll have a PB. Look at this guy. Look at him. I'm doing a 10K in the weekend, getting a PB. But then... He looked good. He looked... He looked like he was in some sort of film. He was like an action man. Yeah. He had a Chuck Norris thing going on. Yeah. He was tall. He was slightly old. Almost Very light, neat beard. How would you describe his lycra? It wasn't that tight, but what was underneath it was still bulging against Pretty it. Pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. Pretty impressive. Just going past those old seats from London bulging Bridge. Bulging, patterned lycra. Yeah. We should turn back and get after him. <laughs> yeah, we should chase him. <laughs> Can we get some photo of your bulge? <laughs> Just for the record. Just a peck shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the podcast... It's us! Yeah, you stupid! Men Call the microphones! Yourself. Call yourself a podcast! <laughs> Get a load of this bulge, mate! Silver murder! (laughs) 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 Just going round, bludgeoning podcasters and putting them in the back of his van. You know, I just took a picture of that stone seat from London Bridge. Yeah. Got to the second one, you saw this. Listen, I decided not to take a picture of the second London Bridge seat, because there's two blokes sitting in it. Yeah, I saw that. Don't want to disturb. One of them was just... Pouring a little bit of milk out of a curry bag. Right. Okay. As, a, ah, as a prelude Victoria to Victoria Park. Full English? <laughs> What's happening? What's happening, bub? You've got a podcast. You've got a podcast. We're pouring milk out of plastic bags, mate. We do it all day. What you on about? I don't know. I'm angry. Look at these signs of bad weather. Yeah. One, there's two signs we can see here, right? One, all these seagulls on the ground landed. Right. Behind them... All that rain. Yeah, yeah. That's a sign of... That's a sign of... Sign of this raining. But yeah, they say that seagulls know and they land. That's rain and wind. Do they they really? Yeah, yeah. So if you see all seagulls in a field, it means they're basically... He's going to rain. ...taking a break for the storm to blow. Right. That's just reminding me I had a nightmare about seagulls last night. In fact, it wasn't that... It wasn't that much of a nightmare. Yeah. But my wife, we look beyond them. You can see the canary wharf and that in the rain. It's, it's a good one. Just wharfing in out. the rain. Unfortunately, of course, iPhones don't work when they're wet. 
But anyway, get the with a raven in the foreground there. You iPhones don't work when they're wet. Come on, doesn't work. Oh, there it is. Okay, you, sorry, show me you raving in the foreground. Yes, come on. I thought you were going to be raving in the foreground. <laughs> um, yeah, so I walked into this room, big long open window. Yeah, the seagull nearly flew in, so it went, and it flew away. Another one flew in. This was your dream. And I put my hand, yeah, right. I put my hands up like this, and I went, get out. And it kind of got scared, but it didn't completely go. Right. So I said a couple more times with these kind of weird high fist motions, get out, get out. And around that time, my wife woke me up and said, it's all right. So, <laughs> you okay, Rob? And apparently I was going, seagulls. <laughs> so it's, there we go. It's really wet, isn't it? Yeah, then? the rain has come in and really... Uh, it's really wet. I think. This is going to test the technology. Genuine uh, question to listeners. Who, Can you hear you, us? Any of you who run in Victoria Park... I think this happens here. I think right. it's a bit of a rain trap. I think it's three times now I've run in Victoria Park. Hit the east end of it, which is when the, you know, the western sky is wide open to you. And the rain just comes in horizontally, like a forest gump. Do you think it forms its own microsystem? Oh, yeah. kind of weather. Yeah, because of the Victoria Park mountain. Yes, of course. In the middle, rises up. Off the plains there. Yeah, it's like a cloud factory. It's been exciting running commentary so far. It's been pretty... The shoes on the bin. It's quite dramatic. The road, yeah, road rage. It's all over the front page. Plastic bags, now the storm. What does it say about us that we didn't think of the song Road Rage when we were involved in a road rage? (laughs) But we did when when you talked about a road race. Yeah. This is really bad weather. This is really bad. I think it might turn into hail. I kind of want to put the phone away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See if I can do it without dropping it. There will be no photos of this section of the run. We've caught a massive storm. This could turn into hail. We might not survive this. (laughs) Rob, it's been great. It's been great fun. It's been really good fun. We've had had some runs. We've had some races. I wanted to get to 60. 60. I really wanted to see my kids go through secondary school. Good heavens. Freezing, pouring rain. (laughs) The funny thing is, and it is worth noting, do you want to go under this for a minute? Go mm, loud. No. We can't get in there. Can't go in there? No. Keep running. We if we, we stop. Have to accept our, our good fortune. We're, we're, gonna, we're just not going to make it. And if we stop. If we stop, we'll just get colder. We'll get cold. Yeah. Uh, onwards. Oh, ever onwards. Happy warriors. This is as wet the as it gets. The wind and the rain. Talking of good training runs. This is good training. But Imagine if this happened in, in the London Marathon. Oh, what, a what would day. you do? I'd just stop. I mean, I'd just stop. Forget it. Yeah, done with this. I'm not running in the well, rain. You're even running in the rain. <laughs> I was just going to say, if it rained like this on the London Marathon day, that would ruin it, wouldn't it? Be the worst thing that could happen. And I thought, no, the worst thing that could happen is if you had a major award ceremony. Yes. When you were giving out the last award. That sounds funny. I didn't see that. Did you? St- did you stay up and watch it? Did you? No. See it? Yeah. It's a lovely reward for. UK TV fans yeah. who sat up all night watching what was apparently a fairly lacklustre Oscars to see the, the, wrong car, winner in it. the car crash right at the yeah. end. Brilliant. It's a bit odd though. I mean... What's odd that? Well, odd that they had two cards for the same film. Odd that they got it wrong. Yeah. 
you know. So okay. someone, someone passed Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty opened the card. It was, for those of you who don't know, it's ridiculous, you must know, but um, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway were announcing Best Picture. Which is the big... It's the final award. Yeah. So, and uh, Dave Chazelle had already won Best Director for... Uh, La La Land. La La Land, right. Emma Stone. Oh, look at these parakeets. They're in the Emma Stone had won for best. <sighs> now, what a shame I put the phone away. Look at this. Oh, that's amazing. They're having like a galah battle on the tree. Morning, Magpie. Can I get these parrots? Wow. They're nesting. Wow. Can you hear them? I don't, don't suppose that's coming across. They're going... Amazing. Come on, crazy. What kind of birds are they, Rob? They're parakeets. Right. Native to London now, having escaped from someone's house in West London... Like in the 60s, they make a lot of noise. What? If we were in Australia, ah, there they go. Fast. Damn it. Come back, come back. What? They were someone's pets and then they got away and they nested. Do you think so? Is that? That's what happened. Is that actually what happened? Oh, yeah, that's them. Wow. I got them. Oh, my wow. word. This is the single most dramatic run we've ever had. They do you know what it means? Prehistoric or something. They do, they're all yeah. wrong. They've got these really simple green faces with a yeah. black line around the edge. Very strange. And I remember seeing them like in Ealing when I was little. Right. And it's like, oh, look, there's that pair of parakeets that got away. And so, now so, here so we is, are. Is that the actual story of the parakeets? Yeah, yeah, that's how it happened. Right. They spread right across London. And of course, climate change is easier for them to live here as well. Right. But I think also people think, oh, they're lovely, they're bright green. But they're quite verminous, you know, they're basically right. pigeons. Right. If we were on if we were Australian farmers, we'd be going, get those get guys. Those, yes. Get those parakeets off my land. Off the land. So, yeah, so I think... So La La Land. So, so that, it, was it becoming a bit of a coronation for La La Land sort of thing? No, no, because it got... Emma Stone won Best Actor. It got a million, it got 14 nominations. Right. But it didn't get all the like little ones, like editing okay. and stuff. So people knew it wasn't going to sweep the board and break records. Okay. But she'd won Best Actress. Yeah. And then Warren Beatty got up, and he opened up and said, the winner is, and he paused for ages because his card right. said... Emma Stone. Emma Stone, La La Land. So why is it saying Emma Stone? And he showed it to Faye Dunaway, and he was thinking, this isn't right. But she just went, all right then, La La Land. Right. La La Land came up, yeah. started doing their speeches, yeah. and then people with <laughs> little microphones... <laughs> Came running on. Excuse me. Um, uh, not, 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 Problem. No biggie, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Moonlight won Best Picture. Right. Which, of course, has similarly been incredibly overshadowed. Yeah. Um, it's funny because this isn't the most important thing, but me and uh, Julia really didn't love La La Land at all. It was incredibly overrated. I so I was, people I was pleased La La it didn't win, but. Um, I wouldn't have wished that on them. No. That's a tough gig. That is a tough moment. So apparently... And Hunt Jimmy Kimmel made a joke about the backstage stuff not getting paid or something. Yeah, that's right. right. And, and also he was kind of saying, come on, Warren, what are you playing at? Warren Beatty was good. He came out and said, this is what happened, you know. Right. He seems to be a, a man of sense caught in a bit of a maelstrom. Yes. Although, <laughs> uh, my wife said this morning, I posted it basically... He posted the final scene of Bonnie and Clyde right. and said it as what happened afterwards. Yeah. Come on, Faye, let's just go home. Yeah. No one blames us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but it's odd that there were two. If she's just one best actress, right. why was that card there? Yeah, that How did that happen? Bad. A conspiracy theorist would say it's good news for Trump. 
because he can basically do anything today yeah. and it won't get the top headline on the news. But, say for example, you know, send the National Guard in to the last remaining stronghold of Native Americans in America right, yeah, without, yeah, yeah. Uh, with a complete press blackout. A conspiracy theorist would say that. Wasn't that happening before? Yeah, and he does terrible things every day anyway, so... I don't think he's got the sophistication to hide them. Or indeed, needs to, by the way the world's going. Guys, he's eased up on the rain a bit, hasn't it? Yeah. It smelled like the country back there. Was there some manure or something? It's quite nice. You want to run through it. You can't stop, can you? You just freeze up and you've got to run home anyway. Exactly, it's cold enough. It's cold enough as it is. No, it's been a very dramatic run. And unfortunately, my sense of superstition says that means the recording won't make it. <laughs> well, so that will help you get your mileage up if yes, you have to go out again yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a, uh, a dinner for Parkinson's and someone, haven't we? Yes, that's what right. That? What, what's happening? Oh, it's uh, all the most... I think it's a way of... At Parkinson's UK, they've got a... It's a great organisation. They've got some really good kind of patrons and... Uh, you know, there's like a board. Right. And then there's a lot of people who do the work down the ground for both people who work at the charity and fundraisers. And specifically, you know, as they're sort of champions of running, there are loads of people who run for Parkinson's who aren't celebrities, who don't right. have a like, public forum like we do. Yeah. So what they do is they have events that kind of draw everything together so that the people, you know, the people doing the running get to talk to the people who kind of own and run the charity and, oh, and all that oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. but um so this is a, a lunch they're doing for for all their top people and uh, we're we're among those people so i feel i should say at this stage you can sponsor me and paul yes, in the london marathon by going to uk virgin slash rob deering um and and it'd be great if you did i, I raised loads of money at the uh, Comedy store the other day. So much so. Yeah. I haven't counted it yet. Right, nice. <laughs> that is a bucket full of money. I mean, it's, it's full of money like a bucket of water. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know when I'm going to put. You'll be out running 22 miles, I'll be counting a bucket. Oh, yeah. Get those 22s <laughs> So, this. Skipping back past the drama. The rain's gone, though. The rain's gone. It was really raining, guys. It's still raining now, but it was only in this big... It was a storm, wasn't it? The drops it were big. Serious meniscus. They could have turned into uh, hailstones easily, so we were lucky in a way. Did I you? we were very brave. I think I'm really yeah. pleased with us. <laughs> <laughs> really brave, just about in that. Yeah. <laughs> and we rain masked our tears, didn't it? That's right. That's this tree's coming into blossom. Beautiful. Daffodils on the hill. Love that. Spring starts tomorrow. Love that. Does it really? Yeah. It blossom there and then back there behind it is some daffodils on the ground. It's really nice. No. Yeah, stop. I really think. I... Yeah, da, 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 da. And here comes the <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to think of those people at the Marathon Expo who sit like at the door giving out the numbers. They must really hate that song. Yes, yes. Let's give them do the rest. It's a uh, theme tune from an old British war film called The Trap. Is it really? Yes, it is. How's that for a good fact? Thank you. Pub quiz fun. 
aren't we doing a little kind of stage sort yeah, of Yeah, we're hopefully going to be talking at the expo. So we'll find out more about that, find out when that's going to be, and let you know. And if you guys, if you've we'll got one of those, we'll be, we'll be to those guys who are talking about stuff. Yeah. Well, everyone's wandering around doing the expo, thinking that's who right. are those two guys. Yeah. Who are those two guys? That's why we want you, running commentaries, hardcore listeners, to be there on that day. And then we'll get Paul Ravian again and really start to mix that oh, thing up. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I think uh, I think that rain's broken my mind. So really? uh, great days. Need oh, to get home and stick that in a bowl of rice. Just cook the rice for about forty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> mix the phone in. <laughs> and stick the whole thing in and YouTube it. I'm um, talking of. Uh, Someone got in touch, which is really nice. A couple of people have been listening to my uh, my music playlist on Spotify and on the blog, which is really nice. I mean, that's to say, (laughs) if you're a podcast listener, you know, and you don't, and you're with us rather than the guys in the white van, then uh, you don't need this. But if you, well, sometimes the other thing, of course, is that music can be really inspiring for. That extra bit of effort or pace. Yes, of course. Yeah. So if on your listening to us on your long runs, you get a bit knackered. Yeah, can't, can't be one of us. Can't conversation anymore. Because <laughs> in the long runs at the weekend, loads of people got in touch and said we went with them, which is lovely. Genuinely, I keep saying genuinely today, but that's what this thing is for, isn't it? Yes. If you're going out for a twenty ahead of the marathon, never mind our ones. If you're going, we want to virtually come with you we want you to to be in your ears and hearing about it when you get back so thanks to everyone who said that they did that and sorry uh, (laughs) podcasts aren't longer you know they tend to top out at about an hour and a quarter which is probably long enough there's some old ones that will be longer (laughs) that's right but we need to get some uh, there's plenty there we we need to get some new old ones in this year for the the marathon yeah because we can still you know if we run for two and a half hours we can still be lucid and entertaining well into that third hour can't we always the chat in the third hour is exceptional that's the good stuff so but yeah say you're going for a pass and you want to get the music on get on the blog I did I really enjoyed this last one Last week there was a uh, article Daniel Ward put up on the on Facebook, which was uh, the bassist is the most important member of the band. Yeah. Scientists have proved that um, people are the human brain is better at recognising rhythm in a melody. Right. If that melody is played on low notes. Okay. So you know, if you want to hear rhythm, you're listening to the bass. So I put together, and I actually read this having just got home from listening to the Prodigy's Climatized, you know that? How does that go? It's really basic. Yeah. 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 So I put together a bass list last week. A lot of fun. But, um, you know, I'm theming it. There's loads of songs on there. It's on my website. It's on Spotify. Infinite Running Music. And it's good, it's coming good. And a couple of people got in touch again. It was a... Uh, it's, it's fun stuff. It's going to be... It must be easier 
running to those kind of tunes that like sort of freeform jazz or something. Yeah, but you know, there's. I mean, there's obviously space for free, free Absolutely. Jazz, probably best if you're lost. <laughs> I might use it. This is you on your road tomorrow night. Yeah. So let's go 17 miles, 17 minutes. Two, two times 17 beats to the bar. Wait, wait for me. Can't wait. Where am I? Turn left at the end. Oh, they've gone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Once again. But in uh, putting together these playlists and picking kind of these themes, yeah, it is interesting. Well, it's really interesting for me trying to get to the absolute nub of what makes good running music. Because sometimes jazz is exactly right, you know. Right. It's a question of sometimes you find that exactly the same thing that was great for running mm. is happening in two massively different genres. You know, I found two songs yesterday that are quite slow, like but with double speed basses, kind of going. And I had one funky one and one rock one. Right. It doesn't matter. It's good running music. You know. So we're at the bottom of Broadway Market, passing the Walter Scott Pub. The rain significantly eased up, but the puddles are deep. Massive. Yeah, and uh, this is exactly uh, two miles from Angel. I now know. All right. Because okay. this is where I turn back on Saturday. I felt a bit bad running down on Saturday, trying to get a bit of speed because there's loads of people. Yes. And it's always nice because it wasn't great weather. There's still cyclists, old people, and kids. And. Uh, yeah, I knocked about half a dozen into the canal. Yeah, why not? But they'll understand. Yeah, you're trying to get I've got fit. big races coming up. Yeah, you're getting fit, you've got a bath. Really not listen to any Bath. Boof, boof. Yeah, it's enough marathon talk. The sponsorship right now should go to uh, the Bath Comedia team. Also running for Parkinson's UK. And a hospice in Bath called Dorothy House. And uh, yeah, we'll be all the comedians and all the comedia people. I wonder how they're all doing. What, in terms of prep? Yeah. I think, I'm going to say, I think they'll probably find our preparedness slightly tiresome. Yes, yeah. (laughs) Pretty intimidating. Yeah. As we push it towards the... Do you want to come back into the boat for a cup of tea? Yeah, why not, mate? Yeah, why not? It's taking a bit of water, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's only waist deep. (laughs) It's warm in there. For sale. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's a motorboat. Yeah. It wouldn't ever say. Or nearest offer. <laughs> this is cold, though, isn't it? Because now you're cold, you're wet, and then the wind. Yeah. Well, it's like the other day when I was running. I was cold. I was naked. Right. Were you there? Were you there? <laughs> I was cold. I was naked. Were you there? And the creed and the colour and the name won't matter, were you there? Were you there on that run? I missed that one. I think I dreamt that run, actually. I hope I dreamt that run. Um, now, I think... I always worry about, you know, sharing my... airing my dirty laundry on the running commentary, but one of our fellow runners in the... and comedians in Bath... Yeah. ...had a bit of a falling out with him on Facebook the other day. Oh, yeah. And I think it might be quite tense. Really? Yeah. Because he's one of those comedians yeah. who bullies me about my pedals and my guitar. Oh, you know, and this is endemic. Yeah. So I tend to accept it. Right. But frankly, you just I don't like it. Yeah. And then we were talking on 
line on Twitter yeah. about something else. Right. And he said, listen, old chap. Listen. You haven't got your pedals here. And, uh, yeah, that didn't, that didn't play. <laughs> Do you remember the film Kill Bill? Yes. When Lucy Liu, someone makes a kind of derogatory remarks about Lucy Liu's Chinese-American heritage. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and she does a little speech. From time to time, I will expect you to criticise me with respect, and I will be at home to us. But the penalty, if you bring up my American or Chinese heritage as a negative is, I collect your head. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I feel about comedians dissing me for my pedals on Twitter. So, uh, so that escalated? Yeah, well, uh, that was the end of it. I walked away. Right, okay. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens in Bath. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you see two comedians running along, fighting, yeah. that's what's happening. That'll be you. I am planning on bringing a sword yes. to Bath. The penalty for bringing up my music in my comedy as a negative, as a negative, I collect your head. <laughs> And here comes the headless comet. <laughs> Had a bit of tension there. <laughs> How did the comedian seem to? Yeah, all good. One of the comedians didn't get all the way around. <laughs> the headless comet stopped at the first water. Stop. Yeah, what it was. <laughs> can you rub some? Can you rub some Vaseline on this? <laughs> Got a problem? Uh, one of the comics over. Yeah, what seems to be <laughs> Doesn't have a head! <laughs> so, yeah. That was that. That's what happened there. That's the children playing at Br Bridge Academy as we come back nice, up off the like canal. Exciting. Back in Haggerston. Battle of kids. Quite good Bridge Academy, I heard. We find out on Wednesday yeah. if my daughter. Yeah. Got into the same secondary school as my son. Oh, well, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, slightly tempered by the fact that when he got into school this time last year, yeah, it was just the single best bit of news we'd ever had. Yes. And when she gets in, that'll be tempered by the fact that school's now been called inadequate, been put into special measures, and is being turned into one of the Tory government's academies. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shouldn't affect your two kids too much because they no. they're, they're, they're bright, aren't they? Yeah, they'll be fine. They're bright. That's right, but still, yeah. I mean, this academisation thing is really well, aggressive. I don't, even, I don't even know what that means. Though. Well, academy is basically, you know, it's a way of, you call it what you will, it's a way of the government not paying for the school. You know, they right. get to say what they want and then people with, you know, who aren't necessarily uh, objective about the learning take control of the running of a bunch of schools right? Okay. And, and pay for it with funding from... It's all very dodgy. I don't believe it in the slightest. Right. And, um, you know, last year the government put in rules that say if you get a, an adequate Ofsted, yeah. even if, say, Ofsted turn up for an afternoon before Christmas right. in a school that was judged outstanding a couple of years ago, yes. if it's judged inadequate... It, um, it has to start becoming an academy. So is that what it's not they a did? choice. It's enforced. Is that what they did? That's what they did. Right. Yeah. They turned up just before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And the old head teacher, who's like a bit of a well, he's got a Twitter feed called the Head Teaching Guru. Right. And we did generally. We're big fans. We thought it was great. He disappeared like a thief in the night. Right. Yeah. What? He's gone. 
He's gone. Right. That was the first thing that happened. Right. He came over to school and phone said, the teacher's gone. Oh, That's not exactly what happened. But... Hey, we're getting up to the A10 in Haggerston. Maybe you'll still be there. I think we should wait for the green man. What yeah. do you think? Yeah. Is that the bike there? There seems to be a white van on the corner. He's waiting for us to come back. Right. <coughs> he's not so well before. He's not waiting for us to come back. He's sitting in the van listening to uh, Sophie Hagen. Yeah. <laughs> he's a guilty feminist. <laughs> it's perfectly reasonable podcast. They'd sit indoors like normal people. We need a longer podcast. <laughs> Um, I'm doing a film quiz podcast coming yeah. soon. I think that's going to be good. Not, I mean, I'm on someone else's, Laura Lex's one. And yeah. uh, I heard from her that other comedians go on it and they were quite bewildered and confused by the fact that it's not banter and silliness. It's a straightforward, level-headed film quiz. All right. And as you know, yeah, you'll be I, I think that I'll be quite into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Although if I don't win... It might be a bit like when my daughter didn't win at cards over the weekend. Right. Not a good moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a bit like Carrie, you know. Right. <laughs> she's playing really well and she's doing great. And she yeah. also didn't make a fuss. But, but when I accidentally kind of took all the points off her yeah. at the turn of a card, the table we were at in the pub spontaneously combusted. <laughs> <laughs> and bystanders were thrown clear. Yeah. <laughs> Not a psychokinetic energy there. I can't I don't know whether I'm hoping for more excitement or pleased that it's all wound down a little bit what the run? yeah I think it's uh, I think it's the rain hasn't it never mind turning this podcast into a well this run into a podcast I think we could turn this run into a novel yeah it feels feels like it's been epic this is it we're at the A10 the aforementioned there's a van going past called Obi Van Kenobi yeah it's a different band. Here we go. But we keep here we go. Yeah, right. it's right. it crossing on the red man, it's still doing it. All the way across. No problem on the return journey. Still doing it. No problem. No problem. There he is! <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. So what have you got this I'm off to Birmingham. You got Birmingham. I'm playing Birmingham's fantastic glee club. Great. We've got this nice lunch tomorrow. Yeah. I've also got a meeting tomorrow about another... Oh, that's really good, actually. And the... Um, in April... Yes. April the 19th... Yes. Symphony. Spelt with an F-U, right? Right. I.e. it's a play on the words funny and symphony. Okay, yeah. It's a gig at the Royal Albert Hall. Right. Which I was lucky enough to do two years ago. Yeah. Put together by... Uh, uh, James Morgan and Juliet Potion, who did, um, they did a reality TV show about celebrities conducting an orchestra. Oh, okay. And uh, he's got early onset Parkinson's, so they did this uh, um, comedy and classical music show. Yeah. And they've got a great bill, so like, got like um, Pete Townsend, Josh Widdicombe, a bunch of other people, and me. That sounds great. And last time I did it, it was really good to do, because, you know, it was like the new boys, a lot of famous people on yeah. And, uh, so you had a good one. and it was nice that they got me back. But what I didn't do last time, I'm going to do this time, is I'm going to, being a musical comedian, I'm going to use the orchestra. That'll be great. Yeah. Well, so we're having a meeting about that tomorrow. Right. And uh, hopefully that will lead to, you know. I mean, the thing is, remember going back a year, having conversations about you doing your arena gigs. Yeah. And you're like, if I'd said I'd be doing arena gigs, it wouldn't necessarily have been 
come at them this way. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. doing them is the thing. You know, this yeah, is me. This is yeah. me at the Abbot Hall with an orchestra. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think if I was headlining, I'd have more trouble selling tickets. Yes. Yeah. But for it's that fine. One. You can go in on that. Aren't you? Great. <laughs> Listeners, if you're coming to London for the marathon for a week, get your tickets in. Come along on the Wednesday. Is it Wednesday the 20th the 19th? It's a nice, nice warm up. You know. Yeah. So that's brilliant, and then yeah, off to um, off to the Glee, off it's to the, one Glee. Of the best clubs in the country. Yeah, really lovely. Has to be so. Yeah, and uh, doing some fairly significant running as discussed, which I'm looking forward to. I did a bit of drilling. Yeah, I did Newcastle Stand at the weekend. That's another lovely club. It's an amazing club. Yeah, just so the crowd are so <coughs> up for it. Did you drive down to Nottingham and back up while you were there? Oh yeah. Oh no. That's why I was tired. Oh, so I drove down from, I drove from Thirsk yeah. to Nottingham, right. back to Thirsk and then to Newcastle. Yeah. So it starts a bit of a day. Yeah, yeah. With the, with the cross-country championships in the middle. I bet by the time you got back you were dying of Thirsk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible joke. I was pretty tired. Yeah. And also, my dad blessing with the cats. A lot of cat hair. That's you! A lot of cat hair. Yeah. yeah. Antiques, cats, and ghosts. That's what your dad's got in there. Yeah. <laughs> so it all made for quite an intense weekend. It's like that Cher song, isn't it? Antiques, cats, and ghosts. Going <laughs> round your dad's house on the thirst and food. Etc. Watch out. Careful crossing this road, Paul. Here we go. Yes. You won't want to get run over or upset any drivers. Um, it is the driving, isn't it? Is yes, it you know I've cut down on the driving recently. Yeah. I think it's one of the most important things I've done for my running training. It's not Just driving so much. Yeah. Although, you remember last week I said on the four, four o'clock on Sunday afternoon, I realised I had to go to Cardiff. Yes. Yeah, I got a flash by a speed camera on that trip. Oh. So, no profits there. What, you got a speed... You got a ticket? Yeah, for driving over the speed limit on the motorway. Oh. Yeah. M4. Oh, mate. Yeah. That's tricky. How fast were you going? It's 85. Right. On a 70. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Bit of respect. What, um, but there was no one around. What time was it? Oh, it was late. Yeah, it was midnight. They're not bothered about that, are they? No, yeah, no. Well, the speed limit's speed. Law's the law. Yep, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Said, although, if they money, offer me a driver awareness course or a hundred pound fine, right, I'll pay the fine. Have you, have, have you done one of those yet? Yeah, yeah, I've done those. Yeah, I've done two of those. Yeah, I think I've done three. They get better, don't they? No, <laughs> no. Back again. Same old faces. <laughs> hey guys. Yeah. All the comics and the salesmen. <laughs> Angry salesman. Yeah. Incredibly masculine. What you did is. Prosecuted me for you a crime the time. that I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did is you provided physical evidence of a crime I committed and then I paid the price. <laughs> and I find that completely unfair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard to drive as much as we do though without the crewing. I was just gonna say that. I was gonna say we sound pretty bad, we sound like very bad drivers. But in our defence, we're comedians. Yeah. 25, 30,000 miles a year, mate. Yeah, yeah. Easy, easy. easy. Yeah, yeah. No, no problem. Oh. No problems. Yeah, but some problem if someone runs across the road in front yeah, of you. Outrageous. Let it go, let it go. 
I was so, talking to uh, yeah, a mate the other day, just saying, so sort of lonely moments when you're a comic, because he was away for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Trying to see a football game and was going to watch it in a pub on his own or whatever. I think one of the loneliest moments has to be waking up at the services after you've had a kip in a car. Yeah, and That's driving like, on. Yeah, yeah, just sort of waking up. You've got a kind of warm feeling. Then you wake up and you think, I'm in a car. Yeah. And then you think, I'm at Leicester Forest East. <laughs> it's, a bit weird. it's just like, sorry, mate. You know that... Um, quite lonely moments. <laughs> Although, on the flip side, flip side of that, talking about people having quizzes and taking them seriously. Yeah. Vicky Stone, on her radio show, she had her quiz, which is name as many uh, service stations as you can in a minute. Yeah. Smashed it. Did loads. So I got really like 24. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really good. Yeah. They were really specific about... You can't just name a town where there's a services. Yeah. Unless that town has a services, the name of which is just the town. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Leicester Forest East, yes. Leicester, no. No. Winchester, yes. Reading. Yeah, Reading. Reading Reading's yes. okay. But Woodall. then, yeah. Woodall's not a town. Yeah, uh, yeah. Trowel. Gateway. Yeah. Gateway. Charnock Richard. Then you've got the old. Uh, just Lancaster. Yeah, straight Lancaster. T-Bay. Of course, I mean, who doesn't love T-Bay? Oh, that's a great. One. I'm just taking. I'm literally. I'm taking my family on holiday <laughs> to T-Bay services. Keel. Does Keel have a service? Yeah. What's one just outside Manchester? What's that one? The uh, Nuttall. Nuttall. Yeah. Oh, mate, we love Nuttall. Really good stuff. So yeah, the excitement in the podcast has gone down, hasn't it? <laughs> from, the, from the rainstorm and the parakeets and the near violence we've got to listing services I was actually going to talk about that lovely moment in the services where you go into the toilet and they pipe they pipe music in there Yeah, yeah. there's one of the services where I don't know which one it is, but it's painted like a garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And toilet, and I think if you go to the smaller BP ones where it's in the shop, they've got huge pictures of flowers yeah. and music, or even just the sound of birdsong. Yeah, they're great. Although I think... They're the services you don't want to leave. If you do that and you get to the toilets and they're not clean, you think, priorities, guys. Yeah. Come on, fellas. <laughs> you can turn the birdsong off and get the bleach out if you want. Someone, d- thank you to the helpful citizen who said that there is a, uh, I didn't use your words, but for your benefit, I'll use the terminology. Yeah. There is a Kazi at the start line of Cannon Hill okay. in Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. But I'm not a start line dumper. No. So that doesn't help that much. That is a scary old Victorian toilet as well. That could do with a refresh. It's right on the little corner, you actually run up and down the hill behind it in the, in the last minute of the run. That's where that hill. Yeah. And that's where the the guy with the brilliant silver hair overtook me. I was like, oh wow. And realised afterwards that he was on like 1958 and I was on 2004. Dicey. No, I doubt I could have got it, but it certainly explained the whole deal. So you can always get these things if you just run a bit faster. (laughs) Isn't it? You're so wise. You just If you just run faster, the time's lower. Right. That's, that's going to be one of the main concepts if I ever write a running book. Yeah. The faster you run, the less time it takes. And if we talk at the Marathon Expo, yeah, should bring that up. That'll be my main thing. Yeah, good. You want to speed up, mate? 
All right, Just all right, Yoda, leave a little bit for me. Have you heard that new running guru? It's all about running faster. He says just speed up. Yeah, and you'll get there quicker. Just move your legs quicker, mate. Something to do with physics. Any actual, right, give me an actual. Counterman that with an actual running tip. Yeah. New running tip that you didn't know before, that people don't know. I'm saying this because I feel like I've got one, but I can't remember it. A running tip to do what? To, in order to... Just a tip, a running thing that you didn't used to do, that someone's put you onto, that you thought of. Has changed everything. Well, one thing I've started doing when, when racing, yeah, especially road races, is, is push harder to the la into the last mile. Yeah. As opposed to, because I've noticed the last mile, you don't matter how knackered I am, it, I, I can always maintain pace. Yeah, yeah, because you've got the finish line. It, it's the last mile. But it's like the finish is sort of teasing me in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're actually using so that inspiration. Yeah, yeah, so I'm just using it. So I'm just pushing. So for the for Bath Half, for instance, I'll really push out to 12. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. just hang on, as opposed to keep a bit back for the last mile. Because you can, you, you can just find it anyway. Yeah, I hear that. Because I remember when uh, last year at London, I kind of got overtaken by all the three and a half paces on Birdcage Walk. Right. And I stayed with them for a long way, and I had nothing, you know. Yes, yeah. yeah. Like, I'll go in with these guys. Yeah. Because you know it's the finish. Yeah. So, yeah, all bets are off. You're, um, what's the governor, central governor? Central governor, yeah. Your central governor says, yeah, take it. Yeah. I won't need it. So, uh, Let's go. and uh, just, there he is. There he is, yeah. <laughs> Massive white van at the bottom of my road. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, he, I don't know how he found out where I live. Um, the thing I've found, um, and it's really basic, and we do talk about it, but I think I'm better at it, is, is uh, my form. Right. It's just physically so clear. If I want to run a little bit faster, I put my shoulders back and I, and I start running with my hands further up. I mean, the thing is that this is my form. You don't... Um, you have to base it on the way you run anyway, you know yeah. what I mean? So if you're one of these people whose thumbs are around your hips, yeah, 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 then yeah. you're going to identify where your thumbs would be if you're running fast. But it's so obvious to me how... Um, you to maintain, you, so, yeah, that, that's really nice. Yeah, so you open your shoulders a bit more. Yeah. Us getting all rained on, uh, we should take this photo at the end of the run from above. And it's a little bit kind of Shawshank Redemption. Uh, there you go. And uh, do you want to know how far we went and how fast you went? Because my phone does seem to have survived. That's the, great. Uh, I would say, what, like, can I put a bet on that? I would say maybe Do you want to bet on it? Maybe. You bet. Don't go forgetting it. You maybe, bet. Maybe eight. Yeah, seven and three quarters. In fact, right. seven, seven, seven. Cool, we'll take that. And uh, um, ten minute miles, so that was great. Ten minute miles, a lot of stopping, but good fun. And it was great getting in touch with us. We so might see, hopefully, um, I will see you in Birmingham on Saturday. Um, uh, hopefully, Paul won't break his legs in, yes. in France. And we'll, um, uh, well, we'll tell you all about the Bath Half the week after that. That's uh, on March the 12th. Yeah. Um, keep in touch. Keep telling us about your runs. It's really kicking off out there, the spring season. So of course it is, yeah. Big, big mileage period. And we, we, we really appreciate the, the... And we will be doing a long one soon. Yeah, we need to get, we've got to get you've got to get those 20s in. Of course, in. yeah, 22s. 22s. All right, take care. Good fun. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cut with Paul Tolkien, son, and Rob Deering. Cut, 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 c